What radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Oh, what kind of sandwich ain't too fattening? I have the sandwich. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, I encourage you to go to DJLittleRock.com. And maybe you can have me play for you. Today on the program, Amber Harms. Who's Amber Harms? Well, we're going to find out together who's Amber Harms. She's a real nice lady. I've seen her, young lady, very young lady, uh, probably in her 20s. And she sells jewelry, and she does hair, and she goes to Comic-Cons. That's pretty much what I know about her. So let's find out more about Amber Harms. We have that to look forward to in the next few minutes. My show's this week. For karaoke and video dance parties, let's see. Oh, Friday night, I'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas from 8 o'clock until 2 in the a.m. And uh, they have the full bar. Yeah, in Conway. It's Dry County. Yeah, we got the alcoholics to prove it. <laughs> full bar. The kitchen is open. They have a a pool tournament that goes on every Friday night at the Rab in Conway. And of course, the video dance party karaoke jam with yours truly come and visit with me oh and on saturday nights saturday saturday i'll be at the choctaw vfw choctaw i just like saying it that way (laughs) it's pretty cool saying choctaw that's right here in choctaw arkansas the choctaw vfw now you have a full bar as well and they have a huge stage a big room and we're going to light that place up the dance floor will be open and we'll do the karaoke you're the star of the show so come on out to choctaw vfw i think that one starts i think it's at nine o'clock i may show up a little bit early But uh, come on out to the Choctaw VFW. So that's this weekend, Friday night at the Rab, Saturday at the Choctaw VFW. Be there. Be the star of the show with me. All right. Let's get into it with Amber Harms. Find out a little bit more about what Amber's up to these days. I know I've seen her from time to time throughout the years, and I'm happy to talk to Amber Harms. So let's give her a call. Calling Amber Harms now. Amber Harms, please. Yes, this is her. Amber Harms, the paparazzi girl? Yeah. <laughs> this is Keys Dan, the What Makes You Famous podcast. How's your day? It's okay. Yeah? Rainy, but great. <laughs> yes, it has been rainy in the Arkansas area. Where are you located at? In North Rock. We're, oh, North Little Rock. All right, not too far away. I guess we could have done this podcast in person, but here we are on the phone doing it. <laughs> Give the people a short bio of Amber Harms. Well, I grew up here in North Little Rock. 
I graduated from Stolen Hills. I am a hairdresser of six years. I recently started my own jewelry business under Paparazzi as an independent consultant. That is $5 jewelry for anyone who's listening. That is cool. And the gang. So tell me, all right, I, I'm looking, I see the Paparazzi independent consultant. Tell me more about that. Uh, I mean, I want to get into the hair, the hair care as well. Because uh, you're a Paul Mitchell girl. My sister's a Paul yep. Mitchell girl. I like that. Uh, so uh, which facet do you want to go into first, Amber Harms? We can go into hairdressing. I, that's my favorite thing. Yeah. You know, I, I took an ASVAB test back in high school, way back in the uh, in the Stone Age. And they said I should be a, a photographer or a hairdresser. Those were my top two things to do. And, and I think they well, you both have great hair. Oh, well, that's great. Well, and, and I like your hair too. It's ever changing. I find that hairdressers do that to themselves. They change their look constantly. Is that something that you, you all do at the studio there? I'm a freelance, so I don't work within a salon. I work for myself. So yeah, most of our us hairdressers, we're our own walking billboard. So ah. we can look good then everybody, we know everybody else can look good. So we promote, I promote a lot of wellness and nutrition and balanced care, not just for your hair, but for your body as well. Cause you're what you put into your body. is what you're going to put into your hair as well. So sweet. It's nice to be healthy. Amber arms. It really is. And you're working on people's, yeah. uh, on people's egos and their, and their, uh, their vanity whenever you, you do their hair. You want to make them look as good a- as they can so that way they feel good about themselves as well. Uh, you know, every time yes. I, I get my hair cut, I, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel better. I feel lighter. I feel better. Uh, so how, how do people get their hair cut by Amber Harms? Well, I have a freelance business, and I don't have my website because we're in the middle of revamping that with my team. But... I usually have my business cards with me at all times when I go out and my business name is Peacock 3D Hair Designs because I mostly do haircuts, colors, updates, bridal, and makeup. I'm not, I don't do a lot of, I don't do a lot of stuff because I, I take too much time to do everything else. So mostly my business pays through my colors because I do a lot of custom colors. Okay, well, you you have a lot of colors in in your hair that I've seen through the years, and yes, I follow you on Facebook, and and I, I I've I've been uh, keeping up with you uh, from time to time, and and you come across my screen. Now, you did touch on something. You you do a lot of updos and and weddings. Is that a service that you do? You you go to to brides in their yeah. little in their bridal rooms, and you you get them all ready for their big day. Yes, and as you know, you are a great DJ, and I love you as a DJ. And if you ever want to work together on that, that is a great point, because I love bridal stuff. And it's hard to tell bridal stylists now who are good. And so I have really good packages. I range from just a bridal package for just a bride with her hair, her updo, and her makeup all the way up to a package of 10 people plus a greens package. I have a friend who's a, an awesome barber, who's an awesome barber who I work with on a daily basis, and she helps me 
and we tackle men's hair as well. So I have a lot of packages thinking in the vital world for everybody. That's excellent, Amber Harms. It's nice that you have colleagues that work with you because I, I could imagine it's got to be overwhelming, especially if you do that that ten person updo. I, I couldn't imagine you doing it all by yourself. That had that has to take hours. Not really. I just get started early in the morning. We usually start because most bridal most brides want to start up around seven eight o'clock in the morning. And so I, what I do is if I do a 10-person um, updo, I usually have everybody find a style they like or want to aim for. Usually the bride has something they want. And then the night before, I will ask everybody to have their hair set in real rollers or whatever their hairstyle is going to be. So I can, when we come in, we can And it only usually takes me about an hour or two between everything to get it all done. See, you've touched upon something else, Amber Harms, that brides like to get started at 7 in the morning. And their weddings usually don't start until the evening, maybe the early evening, perhaps 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. And they don't end until 10 or 11 at night. That is a long day for a bride. I, I can imagine. See, now people that go to weddings, they think, oh, okay, we're just going for 4 or 5 hours and that's the and that's the day. But they have to realize that the brides and sometimes even the grooms have been up all day getting ready for their their most some of the most important moments in their lives is this wedding. Yeah. They want it to be a, a perfect day. And you've touched and on some it. of my brides mm-hmm. don't just they don't just hire me for that morning. Some of my brides will pay for my services all day. And that's that's another thing with the bridal packages that they just don't pay for just you in the morning. You may not see us hairdressers or like you DJs, you might not see you guys throughout the day until that one hour right before you, before the reception, but us, you don't see us all day. And so our, our brides will pay for us. And I, that's what I like about bridal. I guess it's what she like about um, weddings too, is that they pay for those services to make sure that that's done. Oh yeah, and it's their their best day. I mean, some some people up to this point, this is the most important day of their lives, and, and they want to yeah. share it with their family and friends. So, all right, yes, I do love weddings, and it is wedding season. I mean, I guess we're we're coming to the end of wedding season because it's it's getting real hot. But I I do still have a lot of weddings coming up now. Okay, so how how often do you do this, and how long have you been cutting hair or or styling hair, Amber Arms? I've been a hairdresser for six years, um, and I don't do it often as much as I want to because the clientele is very far and few between. When you don't work in a salon, you don't get a lot of clientele, so your your business is far and few between. And I have a lot of friends who, like you, are DJs who will either promote on their page for me or they'll promote, like I have a lot of friends who are videographers or uh, photographers. And sometimes they'll do pieces on me. Uh, not a lot because I don't, I can't pay for a lot of services just because of the far and few between jobs. But those one jobs that come are very important to me. Oh, yeah. And I take a lot of time to make sure they're done well. Because like I said before, there's a lot of stuff that goes into your hair, even for a bride or for a wedding. You have you have to learn what nutrition you need to put in your body to get your hair where it needs to be. 
Like, let's say you lighten your hair or you bleach your hair and make your hair blonde, platinum blonde. You have to make sure you have to, you feed your body the right nutrition, the right vitamins, how to put that in your hair. That's what us, we do in school is as hairdressers, we don't just go to school just to play with hair. We go to school and we're learning anatomy. So we're learning how to um, put together our blow dryer if it blows out like an electrician. I could basically to go back to college and I'm sorry, Amber Harms, you cut out a little bit. I think you turned your head. <laughs> what I said is, there you go. Right now, I could go to college and make, I could basically walk in and do any degree I want to do to. Uh-oh, I think we're cutting out here. <laughs> hold on. Oh, there she is. I heard hold on. <laughs> These phones nowadays are horrible. <laughs> Hello? There's the North Little Rock girl, Amber Harms. But, yeah, us hairdressers don't just go to school to play in hair and, you know, have fun and do, do a hobby. We basically learn. So, all right. So I did touch on uh, upon it. Uh, it. It says on your Facebook that you are a Paul Mitchell. Uh, that that sounds pretty prestigious to me. Tell me what Paul Mitchell's all about. Paul Mitchell basically is just a brand, uh, nice brand, nice name brand that has a lot of high end. Um, names like we um, are founded by John Paul uh, DeZoria who wanted to have a career for himself. So our Paul, at Paul Mitchell, we learn a lot of, that's why I love color because we learn how to formulate color. Now what's formulate color? That sounds pretty chemical. Are, is it some kind of chemistry that you do? Yes. Like, like, I, like um, before I said, when we learn in our books, our books are as thick as anything else. I mean, they're thick, like <laughs> a normal textbook. So we learn chemistry. We learn electricity. We learn anatomy of the body. We learn diet, dietary and nutrition. We learn everything. I mean, there's, there's not um, an aspect that we don't. Like with my bride, when I do a bridal a bridal consult. I don't just consult on the hair. I consult on, okay, what are you putting in your body? Are you making sure that your your what you're putting in your body is going to be nutritious for your hair for later? Is it going to, you know, like I have brides who ask me all the time, oh, how do I get my skin to be clear for the day? Well, that goes back to what do you put in your body? What are you putting in your body? Are you being healthy? Are you making sure you don't eat this type of sweet or that type of sweet? So. There's a lot that goes into everything. Well, I'm looking at pictures of you, uh, Miss Amber Harms, and and your skin is very clear. And and from what you're saying, you're really stressing diet. It, it now you have to eat right to have your hair right. Yes, everything. I mean, everything on uh, everything on your body, on your face. You have to make sure that you eat right. And so, you most people don't realize that 
what you put into your body is going to show on your body. Like, and I guess that sounds weird, but it's kind of like um, with people with a lot of acne, that is caused by stress and then eat, overeating sweets. And so you have to you have to drink a lot of water. You have to make sure you're just doing the right things to do a diet to diet and exercise because what you put in and what you put out is going to show. I think I've heard it my whole life. You are what you eat, Amber Harms. And this is pretty yes. much what you're saying in a nutshell. It, it, yeah. it, it really, I did not know that diet was so important for hair. Cause you know, I, I don't eat the best that I should. And uh, yeah, I guess my hair might show. So what should I be eating to, to make myself have good hair? Well, I, what I do is I drink a lot of water and I make sure that when I, um, I do, a, I drink a lot of water and then I drink a, I take a lot of vitamins like biotin. I don't know if you've heard of the hair, um, hair nutrients, the supplements for hair. No, I haven't. You can buy them at Walmart okay. and they're just, they're just like an all natural hair vitamin. And those are really good. That's what I use to keep my hair soft um i also once a month i would say when you go to your hairdresser once a month do a hair mask those things are amazing what's that a hair mask it's a deep conditioner where they will put it on they'll shampoo and conditioner hair and then they'll put it on for 10 15 minutes sometimes some of them will go under the dryers like the hair dryers you see in the salon that the older ladies sit under. Yeah. Sometimes they'll put them under the hair dryers. Sometimes they'll just let you sit there for 10, 15 minutes. But that will get to the root, the deep, the deep layers of your hair to make sure your health, hair is healthy and plump. That's pretty cool. Amber Harms. There's a lot that goes into the makeup of your hair and your skin. Now, do you run a studio out of your house, or, or can you can you cut hair, go to them and, and cut their hair? Is, is that I, the kind of thing you're doing? Yeah, I mostly go to them. I mostly go to people. Um, most of my clientele is older people who are, like, shut in their house or yeah. don't have a means to get out. Um, or I have a lot of business people, um, professionals, who, like, let's say they can't get away from their desk for the day. So I'll go to their office and at their lunchtime and just for 30 minutes and do their hair. So some people, some, some of my clientele are professional people who they want that um, midday pick me up. So when they go to their next meeting, they look good. Whoa, man. Amber Harms, mobile, mobile beautician. I like that. I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. That's a great service. Yeah, we're in the process. We're in the process of trying to find um, outsource a van that we can equip with hair stuff, so I can be able to go and take care of my clients wherever I need to. I even serve as homeless homeless people on occasions um, with my services, but I ain't done that in a while, and I need to get back to doing that. 
man, that sounds like a great idea and a great way to help the community. My goodness, pe- people that are homeless, yes, they, they, a lot of them are embarrassed of the way they look and, and they wish that they could uh, look a little bit better. And Amber Harms, if you go out in your van, and yeah, I guess you have to have a van that's, that's marked or else it, it could be a little off-putting. But if you go around and people get to know you and get to know that, that you're, hey, you're the beautician in the van, that will take care of people. That's a that's a sweet service to have. That taking care of people and taking care of the 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 people that are sick or elderly or shut into their houses. Amber Harms, I see these are things that I haven't thought about, and I never know where these podcasts are going to go. And here I'm learning about you doing these cool things for people and and going to yeah. their offices. That's great. Now, uh, and a lot of people, yeah. A, pe- a lot of people uh, know I'm a hairdresser just by looking at me because of my hair and, yeah. you know, my skin and the way I take care of myself. I mean, yeah, like you said earlier, not all of us eat what, right, but it's all about how you take care of yourself. Now, where's the. Even when you're not eating healthy. Where's the Paul Mitchell school here in, in, locally, or, or where did you go to the Paul Mitchell school? I went to the one-off McCain Boulevard. Imagine Paul Mitchell. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know there was one around here. Like I said, my sister's a Paul Mitchell girl. She's in, in South Florida, in, in the Florida Keys, Miami. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of her. I, I like watching her. And, yes, she's had plenty of colors in her hair, hair as well. Now, does that damage your hair uh, when you put all those colors in? Yes, it does, but if you have the proper care, um, like I said earlier, if you like, um, everybody should do this once a month. Just go to your lo- when you go to a locally get a haircut or to see your hairdresser. I do a deep condition mask at least twice a month just to make sure my hair isn't dry and brittle because I do color a lot. Yeah. So what's the color uh, today? I'm looking at purple, pink, uh, brown, maybe a little blue in there. Where, where are we at today? Yeah, it's purple today. Purple! It's purple. <laughs> I can dig it. I think back in... It's going to be purple for a while. I think back in 86, I dipped my, my tail in purple. <laughs> and so I had, I I had kind purple. of a mullet with a tail. <laughs> I think my favorite color I've ever done for myself was red and purple. I had, was, I had My hair was purple, and I was growing it out because I was getting ready to do my next treatment. Yeah. And I had found some red hair color, and I looked at I, my mom's a beautician as well. I'm a fourth generation hairdresser, so it's in the I blood. Come from a long line hairdressers. So I looked at my mom and I said, "Hey, I have this red hair color. Can you just put this on my my new growth, which is the roots of your hair? Like if you see some people where they have like darker um, new growth, where their color's growing out, that's that's called their new growth." And I said, "Hey, mom, just throw this on, just throw this on the, my roots and." She's like, okay, and so I think that was the funnest color I've ever done was red and purple. Well, that's pretty cool. And I got a lot of compliments from that. Yeah, I liked it. The two tones, the the um, um, what do they call it? The ombre, ombrage. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And now you say your mom was a is, is or was a hair cutter. Was was okay. So I'm a I'm a fourth generation. My grandma's dad was a hairdresser. What? My grandma my mom and then me that is cool and the gang see it's genetic and that that's what got you into it now tell 
Tell me about your mom and and tell me about you growing up. This is your podcast. Tell tell the people all about Amber Harms. So growing up was so growing up was interesting because we all had a, we all had that family dynamic where you knew when it's time to have your hair done, your mom's like, sit down, it's right, your time for your haircut. So I was always I never went to the salon until I got a little bit until I got a little older to decide what I wanted to do with my own hair. It was always, oh, we're just going to cut your hair in the middle of the living room. <laughs> time for your haircut. So that was always an interesting thing. I grew up watching my, um, I don't know if you remember this, when men got perms. My uncle oh, yeah. always had a perm. <laughs> this is how I grew up wanting to do hair. My mom would sit my uncle down in the middle of the living room, and I would help her put perm rollers in her hair. In her, and then I would help her do a perm on his hair. <laughs> and had nowadays it's kind of it's kind of odd to see a man with a perm i had one come into the school one day and he wanted a perm he insisted he had a, he had to have a perm and i was like okay i guess you can have a perm and we didn't know because he didn't tell us exactly this is the other thing i have to stress is that when you walk into a salon or you talk to a hairdresser always make sure to tell them every single thing you've done to your hair because if you don't you can wind up with some freak accidents. I mean, I've seen it tons and tons of times in the salon, in the school. We had a guy who came in for a perm, and I was like, okay, you want a perm? We'll give you a perm. He had this gorgeous hair, you know, lots of hair like I do. And I was like, okay, we'll give you a perm. So we started the service. We asked him exactly what he did to his hair, what, you know, was on his hair, what all was in his hair. And, you know, I, I guess he forgot and missed one thing, and we went to the bowl we went to take the roll. We went to put the roller. We put the rollers in. Went to put all the solution in. And when it was done, and we went to take the rollers out, parts of his hair were falling out. That's oh, called no. a chemical haircut. Oh no! So we had basically had to shave all of his hair and wait till he grew his hair up again to have another perm because he forgot to tell us that he had bleached his hair one time oh, no. with non-professional hair dye. Oh no! Yes. Okay. That's a learning lesson. Uh, uh, words to the <laughs> words of wisdom from Amber Harms. Uh, tell your hairdresser everything. <laughs> We've even had people come into the school and salon whose parents would dye their hair with Kool Aid. With what? Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Kool Aid and dye people's people would dye their hair with it, and then they would try to come help us fix. Would have us try to fix it. And we couldn't fix it because if because with hair dye, this is why we have to be chemists because with 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 any you have like box you have box dyes and you have professional dyes and then you have some kooky things where people put Kool Aid in their hair, but not everything has is a good chemical makeup for hair. Some box dyes have like metallics in them, which grab on the hair and they're the hardest things to get out of your hair. That's what Kool-Aid's made of, out of. And if you don't tell your hairdresser you got Kool-Aid in your hair, let me tell you, you're going to have a mess. <laughs> I had never heard of Kool-Aid in the hair. But being yes. the hairdresser that you are, being the trained professional, you can fix it, can't you? We can, but it takes it takes several visits to get it out because of the, like I said, there's metal. This is where coming, being a chemist, being a chemist with being a hairdresser comes in is there's a, a dye called metallic. In, metallic? Like box dyes particularly. 
it's where this it this thing and it grabs onto the hair. Have you ever seen somebody try to get red out of their hair? No. That's what I'm talking about. Is that it grabs onto the hair and it doesn't want to let go. Wait, so it'll Kool Aid's metallic treatment. Yes, there's metallics in Kool Aid. I mean, they don't say that. There's not there's not a label on the package saying, "Oh, there's metallics in your Kool Aid." All right, I'm not having Kool Aid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do an experiment for it in school, and it was kind of funny because when we did this experiment, we took a old-fashioned magnet, like one of those U-shaped magnets with the red and the silver on it, yeah. and we took, and you can, if, if you ever just want to get experimental, take one of those magnets and just put it over some Kool-Aid, and you'll figure it out. Because <laughs> some of those some of those Kool-Aids have it. Box dyes have metallics, so you just have to be very careful. Like we, we advise customers that if you're going to box dye, do not use Theria, like the Theria color that they show all over the TV with like Beyonce or whatever. Yeah, don't use that because that stuff has a lot of metallic. Hey, Reds cool. have metallics in them. Oh yeah. my goodness! So there's a lot. <laughs> so so hey Kool Aid. Oh no. <laughs> That's so crazy. yeah we. Just, we just advise if it goes in your body, don't put it on your head. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good we've tip. We've even had it. We've, this is funny. We've even had a, we've even had somebody come in who was trying to dye their hair black from blonde to black. Okay. And they took henna dye, henna dye. Henna. You know what henna is. Yeah. The stuff they you put on your, henna. on your body, uh, like in, in Indian yeah. people do. They, well, they, in India, they use henna to put, to dye their hair with. But they used this person used henna while using try and then brewed coffee and tried to mix henna and coffee and put it in their hair. Yeah, that was that was a fun experiment trying to get that out of the hair. Why? Is there a YouTube video on this? Why? Why would they do that? I don't know. Like, there's some people who just I guess in a pinch are like, oh, I need to dye my hair for this event, and so they think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then it comes out great when they do it, and then. About a week, about a day or two later, maybe a week later, it it all falls apart. I mean, oh. it just falls apart, and it's like, and then you that you have the people who walk in the salon who are crying. I believe and it. And they're like begging for their hair back, and you're like, well, you're going to have to have five treatments on your hair before I can fix it, but you're going to look good when I'm done. Hey, that was <laughs> wasn't that the Paul Mitchell thing? You're going to look good, I guarantee it, or something. I don't know. Yeah. If we don't look good. <laughs> So yeah. Oh we my goodness! Some, you have to be a doctor. You have to be a chemist, and yeah. I guess you have to be a therapist of sorts when you're in the beauty salon. Yeah, and the hardest part is this book. Even this book goes into detail on infectious diseases. So there's like people who, like even my family, they hate me because I'll like if something's wrong, I can tell them immediately what's wrong, and they're like, "You don't know that. You're not a doctor." <laughs> And then they'll go to their doctor, and the doctor will explain the same exact thing that I just told them. And they're like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I went to school for this. I went to school to be a hairdresser, and we had to learn all that. Yeah, you do have to learn about the body. So is is hairdressing. Now, when you got out of, uh, you said you you went to Sylvan High School. What, what year did you graduate? I graduated in 2012. 2012. A youngster. A, a little one. A whippersnapper. I'm 50, <laughs> but I'm learning from you, Amber Harms. I'm learning. How was, but in, yes. 
even in high school, I still, I did hairdressing. I was a hairdresser in high school. Yeah. We had hairdressing in high school. We had a class. Okay. I was wondering if your mom taught you or if you had a a class at Sylvan Hills. Now, I've heard good things about Sylvan Hills. I I had a couple of boys uh, uh, that are in a rock band that uh, went to Sylvan Hills, and they talked nothing but high high, high remarks uh, on that school. Uh, What was your experience in that high school? Now, you say you did the hairdressing school. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't. I, I was the shy, like lonely type because I have mental health issues. Oh, okay. And so I really wasn't, I wasn't the person who was like, oh yeah, let me be everybody's friend. I was just the person who kind of like what you'd say, a wallflower or a fly on the wall who just kind of sat there. I didn't go to parties. I didn't, I didn't go to high school dances. I didn't go to the games. I didn't, you know, I didn't participate in activities. I just was there and, and I kind of regret not being uh, to the fullest extent of getting the high school experience. But at the end of the day, I look back and I think, you know, was it, you know, was the parties and stuff worth it? Because it seems like now that I have friends, um, they're fighting addiction due to that. Yeah. Amber harms, you've broken out of your shell. It seems like you, you've gotten through that, but tell me what was the mental health that you, uh, that you were fighting through? I have by, I'm bipolar and I'm ADHD and then we're now learning I'm possibly autistic with some autistic characteristics. So I'm fighting every day to just learn how to live. Even at 26 years old, I'm learning to live every day, one day at a time. Well, you seem well adjusted to me. (laughs) You're taking care of people. You're taking care of homeless, elderly, people that that are stuck in their offices, making people look good, making people feel good, and teaching them how to to, uh, take care of their bodies while they're they're trying to get their hair growed. Now, uh, what other facets are you into? What, what, uh, What more can you tell me, Amber Harms? Well, I have done, I'm in the middle of, um, starting my own business, starting my own business as a paparazzi independent consultant. That's five dollars jewelry. Um, if you ever catch Facebook, uh, live from time to time, um, of our jewelry, our business name is Amazing Courageous Jewels. Amazing. So that's what our Facebook name is. So oh. if there's ever a holiday, anybody needs to pick up some jewelry, or you got a birthday coming up, or a wedding. Yeah, I'm seeing on your Facebook, it's Paparazzi uh, Independent Consultant. Is that you? Yes. Okay. We're contracted through Paparazzi, but when we do our Paparazzi stuff, they ask us to make our own business name. You know, we have to be our own independent person. We can't. We are. We're contracted. We have to. We have to. We're not. I mean. Very um, cool. So, tell me more about this jewelry. I I, I see a lot of uh, of your of your hair. How how do people get a hold of you uh, to get a hold of this jewelry? And how often do you do these videos? So, so um, we have a Facebook um, page called Amazing Courageous Jewels. Me and my mom, she and I are business partners, and we um, we will we go to events, we shows, we do lives. I do a lot of posting on on Facebook of the jewelry, and it's just five dollar jewelry. It's really pretty. I love the jewelry. I think it's gorgeous. 
Oh yeah, I'm so, looking at some of this. It's it's pretty neat. Amazing Curtis is that is that what you said? Courageous. Amazing courageous. All right, I'm looking that up now, and I'm going to make sure that I put it up on the on the uh, show notes so people know all about you. There, amazing courageous. There you are. And we also have a website, and it's called Amazing Courageous Jewels. So if you're not here in town and you want to shop on our website, we have our website, AmazingCourageousJewels.com as well. And they can shop through that, and it will ship directly to them. Oh, okay, with Carol and Amber Harms. Look at that. I found the, I found the site. I put a like on it. Make sure that you put a like on it too, <laughs> my happy listeners. And there's jewelry on there. It looks pretty cool. And Yeah, a lot of the jewelry, I do a lot of con, um, cosplay cons. Yes. And con cons and stuff. And a lot of the jewelry looks like stuff that you would see on characters on TV. And, and coming to realize this is Paul Rossi, that a lot of the people, a lot of, a lot of the characters in live action now are being dressed in paparazzi jewelry i mean because it's cheap it's easy to get a hold of there's always somewhere that can get you the jewelry so we're coming to realize that a lot of these characters in the live action shows are being dressed in paparazzi jewelry are being you know shown in this jewelry so i mean a lot of this stuff you can relate to those characters in a lot of ways and that is so great that you're doing it with your mom, that you're keeping the family together. That is excellent. And I'm looking at, at these this jewelry, and it looks looks like expensive jewelry. You say five bucks? Yeah, five dollars. Oh, man, that is cool. Amber Harms, that's who I'm talking to right here on the What Makes You Famous podcast. We're learning a little bit more about you. Uh, tell, tell me about uh, what's Carol doing these days, uh, your mama? She is retired. We are um, just, me and her just kind of hang out. I mean, I love my mom. She's been like, you you know, I'll be here when you're ready. Kind of people that, like, if you tell her something, she'll support you no matter what. I mean, yeah, she'll get mad for a few minutes, but then you come back and she'll be like, yeah, how can I help you fix this? So. Well, that's sweet that you have her backing you up. Uh, who else you have in your corner uh, on the team? Well, right now it's just me and her because our family kind of, we just don't have a big family. A lot of our family, uh, they live here in town with us, but not a many of them support everything that goes on in my life or her life because um, I grew up in a very Catholic, strict family. Oh, yeah. And I have straight, I have kind of not strayed, but I kind of left the family because I found out at a very early young age that I was part of the, that I identified as L, the, um, in the LGBTQ community. Oh, cool. And so I broke away from my family because I knew that was not something they would be proud of or something they would accept. My mom does, but not my whole family. They're all Catholic and they're like, Oh, you're just going to, you're, you're devil. And, you're just going to spend the rest of your life, and that's how you're going to live. Like, so well, I, I kind of broke away from my family. I used to be to Catholic. Now I'm American. Life. You know, you grow. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the old joke. My mom, 
my biological mom. I grew up, I grew up with my grandma who adopted me. That's my mom. And so my um, biological mom, she was in school one day, and she had gone on a date with a guy before. This is funny. This is this is funny how you like this is connected. She went on a date with guy. She went back to school, and they said, "Are you uh, are you still a virgin?" And she goes, "No, I'm Catholic." <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means, but okay. <laughs> they were asking her if she had had sex with the guy that that, that night before, and she she didn't understand because she's my biological mom's hard of hearing. She's deaf, so she didn't understand her their question, and she just said, "No, I'm Catholic." I don't know if that's a yes or a no, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny either way. Why am I laughing? Because it's hilarious. Amber Harms, ah. All right, so we've learned about your hair. You, you're doing hair stuff now. From what you were you were saying, you did work in a salon before. Yes, I work. I've worked. Let's say I have worked in. I've worked in North Little Rock um, at the Walmart North Little Rock. I have worked in Bryant's at the um, facial place called Sava. Yeah. I have worked. Uh, several places and, and I just you're finding that that being a an independent consultant is is a better fit for you yes I like to make my own schedule yeah especially with my mental health stuff I can make my own schedule and I can decide when I want to do stuff because it's hard to squeeze everything in all in one day yeah and so I'm coming to realize being independent is more freeing and more easy it's a lot easier for me to do than anything else i believe that to be true and you're you are are living the dream you are are are, are putting are doing things on your own time with your own schedule and you're getting to do it with your mom that's great <laughs> you know you have you have family backing you up and and uh yeah live your life <laughs> uh, now um Okay. Any other facets you want to tell the people, Amber Arms? Well, I mean, just take care of yourself and, you know, you know where to find me on Facebook. And well, where do they it. find you? Um, tell, tell them. Tell them exactly how to find you, Amber Harms. Um, just, Amber, just Amber Harms. My picture will be there. I've got to change my picture again because the picture I put up is a new picture. I've just gone through a weight loss. I've just gone through some weight loss transformations, and I thought, oh, I'm going to post this gorgeous picture of myself when I went downtown one day, and it's really not that pretty, but it's it, pretty, but it's too dark. The picture's dark. You it is kind of dark. I, I like it, though. The over-the-shoulder look, that's kind of cool. I went, I, I've lost 65 pounds in a year, so yeah. I... How did you do like, that? Well, stress. Mostly, but just watching what I eat. Now, now that's a weight loss program that maybe nobody wants. <laughs> the stress diet. <laughs> you could write a book about it, Amber Harms. How did you well, get all yeah, stressed out? Well, yeah, that's true too, but. <laughs> How'd you get all stressed no, out? I, I just watch what I eat. I calorie count. Yeah. I, you know, I walk. I do a lot of walking. Like, I do a lot of Comic Cons. So basically, I'm walking constantly. I'm always on the go. I mean, about a year ago, I basically was almost at every con, every Comic Con that was imaginable here in Arkansas because I just like 
I like volunteering. I like meeting new people. And, you know, when you went to those Comic-Cons, you got to meet some really cool celebrities and famous people. So, I mean, I think that um, that contributed to a lot of the weight loss. And then in summer of last year, I went to BronyCon in Baltimore, and that was fun because our... Um, What's BronyCon? Well, if you like My Little Pony, it is a convention for people who love My Little Pony. <laughs> Basically, grown men who like to dress up in pony costumes. That's what I was thinking it was. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it is a real thing. So, it's, did it's you go dressed up? It's a really up? cool thing. No, I didn't dress up because we were working the convention, but... Wait, working the, the convention? What do you do? I was guest handling and doing a lot of VIP relation stuff where Neat. I would I would be stalking like the green rooms for the celebrities and it was kind of interesting going to BronyCon and working because it was interesting to see these people idolizing voice characters as celebrities. I mean, I, I'm not saying they're not celebrities. I'm just saying it was it was very interesting how you go to the Comic Cons here and you have real celebrities who are on screen, who are live, who you can see, like Ernie Hudson. You can see them in person, but right. these people are voice actors for these ponies on screen, and it, it, it's cool to see how these people idolize these people like they're real live characters on screen. It's cool, yeah, and, it, and it's interesting to get to see. Oh, voice actors is a, a, a different a, a different kind of animal indeed, as voice actor is an actor. Uh, you know, and, and yes, uh, we are both on a podcast, which is, it's an audio. Uh, so you're voice acting right now. You're creating a picture yeah. of you. And so this is where the Venn diagram kind of intersects for us as well, because I get to go to a lot of cons and do a lot of, uh, of the DJ stuff and the audio visual stuff yeah. over at the cons and i think i've seen you over there so what's the next con yeah, for we've you been, we've we've done a lot of cons together we've we've done a lot of them together yes so what's the next con you're going to i'm hoping to go to the one with casting Gemini. that's going to be interesting i'm hoping to get some tickets to that my mom absolutely loves casting Gemini, yes. and my and she grew up with her and i would love to give her that like yeah she's 75 and we'd have to push her in a wheelchair but i would love to give her that star moment of me meeting passing the jiminy and being like oh yeah she's so, a goodie are you gonna make it to coscon on the 27th of this month no i actually won't because i have to do i have an, a benefits pageant coming up for arkansas um Arkansas Angels benefit pageant. Hooray! Going to be in a pageant. Hooray! So, so what are you doing in the pageant? Just basically putting on a beautiful gown and prancing the stage. Yes, yes, Amber Harms, you're going to be in a pageant. Um, so, t how did you get involved in that? Well, I had well, I have a lot of friends who are disabled, like I am. Yes. Well, some of them are younger and then me, you know, and then I have a lot of older friends. And so I had heard about the pageant a couple of times and I was like, well, let me find out if they have a category for me. And, and I contacted them and they're like, yeah, we have an over 21 category. Come and join us. And so, and I was like, oh, cool. You know, this is fun. I love pageants and it's hard to get into a pageant when you're, when you're a plus size person or big in general, because nobody, because it seems to be and weird but 
Amber Harms, is I this the first doing... pageant you're doing? No, I did a pageant when I was in high school. I did our Miss Sullivan Hills pageant. Wow. I didn't win nothing, but... But you did it. You you put yourself yeah. out there. See, and you said you were shy and introverted. It, you're, you got to be uh, not so introverted to put yourself out there. Yeah. Not That's not entirely true. I, I still was a shy person. Oh. That was a scary, that was a scary moment for me. I mean, I don't, I'm not one of those people. I love, I'm a backstage person. I'm a person who likes to be behind the scenes. I don't like to be heard. <laughs> I don't like to be, you know, talk. I don't like to talk to people. I'm a very behind the scenes, no rewards. I don't want to be, I just want you to know that I, I, you know, I just want you to be healthy and satisfied and know that the job was done. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who, you know, I like to, I like to be backstage and not heard. So, <laughs> well, the people are hearing you now, Amber Harms, you're doing a great job and I'm so happy to, to have gotten to talk to you a little bit more and learn more about you. See, I followed you through the years and, and I've seen you, you know, in, in your, in your, on pictures, mostly it's in pictures. <laughs> And occasionally I see a video pop up. Now, are you doing the videos every Wednesday and Thursday or, or do you have a schedule, a set schedule when you do your no, videos? We don't really have a schedule at the moment because of the fact that I am moving. I'm trying to get my house settled. We're trying to just settle my house at the moment. Well, congratulations so I'm not on really that. In my house. I'm not really in my house yet. So we're just kind of here, there and yonder and, I post a lot of wall stuff and I post a lot of pictures and I'll drop a lot of pictures of Tori. So, I mean, here and there, I don't really, I don't really do a lot of lives. I'm not one of those people who's good at it. So, hey, you keep doing like them, a, you get better and better and better. Uh, I, I, I think I look I, like a technologically in advance person who's fumbling around on a screen just trying to figure <laughs> out what to say oh what that's how that's how you get your wares out that's how you get your your uh your your jewelry and your hair care your amazing courageous jewels with you and your mama carol that's beautiful amber harms and and, and you're put you put yourself out there and congratulations on the move again that you and I think I'm getting a little bit better the more I do these podcasts. So the the more you do the videos, the better and better you're going to be. Yeah, I'm getting ready to dive back into doing YouTube. I used to do YouTube as a kid, and I deleted all my stuff because I was one of those awkward kids who just video videotaped crap just because I wanted to videotape it. So. <laughs> I am starting to get to the point where I want to do more. I want to vlog more. I want to show people what what a daily life in the person what a daily life is for a person who has mental health challenges, who has to die, who has to navigate stuff that not many people like would be able to like going to a doctor's appointment. That's hard. I mean, even walking into a doctor's office to talk to a doctor, you're like you, you just don't. Un most people don't understand. That's hard. Well, you know, I don't like it either. Somebody, on the, somebody calling somebody on the phone, that's terrifying for me. I hate calling people. Like, I hate, like, not saying I hate calling people. I hate calling doctor's office because they don't understand what you're trying to say. And then because I can't always form the words in my head due to the conditions I have, it's hard calling a person and saying, hey, I need this or I need to make an appointment for this, but I don't remember exactly what I'm making an appointment for. I just need to make a general appointment. So I just want to vlog what a daily life is for a person who has some mental health challenges 
and who can't take care of themselves. Like I have depression really bad as well. Yes. And that gets hard. I mean, there's days where I don't even want to roll out of bed and I'm just like, can I just stay here? Just leave me here. But then there's days where I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's get out of the house. I just want to go. I just want to, you know, get out of the house. Like tonight I came home from therapy from my therapy group. And I just, I just sat in the chair and I was like, I'm sitting here and I'm just going to watch the TV until I go to bed. So there's days where it gets hard and challenging for my life. And not a lot of things are easy for me because not a lot of people understand what's going on. Well, Amber Harms, it sounds like through your trials and tribulations, you're going to be trying to help other people that are going through similar things. And I like that. I already do. I already do. Um, I go to a program. I don't know. You guys have this in Conway. I know you, I know if you live in Conway, you have this, but we have what's called um, Celebrate Recovery. One church in Conway has uh, Celebrate Recovery. We have an amazing program, and this has helped me for three years. I've been doing this for two to three years, and it's called Celebrate Recovery. It's not just for people with addictions, but it's for people, everybody. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could have anxiety, depression, codependency. I mean, addiction. You could be... Your marriage could be falling apart and on the rocks, on the verge of a divorce. You, I mean, walk in those doors, you'll feel like you have the best family you could ever ask for. I mean, you could you could be walking into that place high on dope and needing hope, and you could you could just feel the love in this place from everybody. I mean, everybody just wraps you up in warmth and love, and that's what's helped me in the past two years find myself is. Um, going to celebrate recovery and you know finding people who love me who care who want to be around me who want to take care of me celebrate recovery that's what we're supposed to be doing is helping each other out people helping people (laughs) i'm looking i'm looking at one of your videos that you did i guess june 28th and you were having trouble with the camera (laughs) in the beginning part that's kind of fun see i like that i it's real it's it's a real thing that you're doing And, and yeah. And and the celebrate recovery, that's a a nice thing. Now how often do you go there? I do that let's see. I do that Tuesdays and then Thursday afternoon and then Saturday night and Sunday mornings. We have meetings all the time. I mean, you can find them anywhere. I mean Conway has one. If you're in Conway, you have one at one church. Um, then we have the one here in North Rock at First Assembly of God, right behind Golden Crow. We have one in Metro downtown in Little Rock. So if you're in Metro area, downtown Little Rock off Roosevelt, if you're off in Sherwood, we have one at Brockington Church in Sherwood. So we have them all over the place. And it's a good place that if you're feeling like you just have nowhere to go, no one understands you, you don't feel loved, if you don't feel cared about, if you just, if you just need Instead, of, if you just need that hope and love in your life, just come to one of those meetings, and you will feel you will feel like you belong. I mean, it's a Christ-centered recovery group, so I mean, you don't have to believe in God to go there. Yeah, it's in a church, but you don't have to believe in God to go to celebrate recovery. Just know that one day you'll be doing dope, and the next day you'll be getting hope. So we we are cool. we we are the biggest family ever i mean i don't have a lot of family here in town and my friend that i hang out with he doesn't have a lot of family here in town so you know when we go to church it's like you're going into a family you're walking into people who love you who care about you who want you around and so that's that's the other problem with mental health 
issues, I don't know if you've heard, is suicide prevention. We, I do a lot of, I work with a lot of suicide, suicide prevention. What? Because that's, great. that's hard in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And when you go to celebrate recovery, you may, if you're, if you have anxiety and depression like I do, you may be thinking, oh, I'm going to kill myself tonight. I'm going to pick up that knife and kill yourself. Walk into Celebrate Recovery and you will go home and be like, why am I going to kill myself? There are people who love me. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's, you said, you know, you said to talk about myself. That is the biggest thing that I, I talk about that all the time, everywhere I go. I pray for people who are on that. We have people who are homeless and I find, I, I, all over the place and we'll me and my friend will wear our we'll wear our celebrate recovery shirts and people are like hey what's celebrate recovery what is this ministry and we'll or what is this and we'll tell them and then with celebrate recovery we have what's called the broken chains group which is a motorcycle uh, motorcycle people who who ride motorcycles or people who are enthusiasts of motorcycles who want to get on the streets and they want to go and touch these like uh, motorcycle gangs or motorcycle clubs who you know, are doing dope and then we want to give them hope. So yes, Amber harms. Now, is this something you, you do? Well, it sounds like you got a great fellowship here at the, at the one at the recovery. What's it called? Celebrate recovery, celebrate recovery. And they're located. Even if you don't, even if you, even if you don't, if you don't, even if you don't feel like you need it, you go, just go and just go one night. I mean, I know you're in Conway. Go to one church. No, I know exactly where it's night. at. I've done a lot of events. Uh, in fact, for the for the coho and for uh, the people of Brookside that that uh, got evicted, this whole uh, this hundred families got evicted, and, and we had an event oh, no. right there at one church. I've we've had a, a lot of events there, and I know that they're community oriented, and I know that they help people. And you say they're, so you, they're not just for drug addicts and, uh, you know, people that are in, in some kind of addiction, but for mental health as well. That's great. Yes. And the good thing is with our sober recovery, we used to just have for women mental health, a mental health group. And now we have one for men because it's hard for men to express, oh, I'm depressed. I don't feel well. I'm, ang- you know, I just don't have, you know, the right chemical balance in my head to think straight. So I I encourage you if even if you don't think you have a problem in your life mm-hmm. go to that church, go to one of these celebrate recovery meetings with an open mind and open heart and just walk into it with an with just an open with just open clarity knowing that you will feel much better when you get done because you'll find something that you aren't working on that you think you'll need to work on mm-hmm. and so I mean I encourage if you want go to one and just. See what it is. Just see and, and see what it is. Amber Harms, preach on. Tell it. Tell it to the people. I like it. I like it a lot. And, and you're, yeah. It seems like you're you're developing relationships here. Uh, you're getting good good contact with good people, and and it seems like they just want to help. And I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for for sharing that. Amber Harms, I I didn't even think that I, I didn't know where this this was going to go. I never know where these podcasts are going to go. But you have yeah. you have a story to tell, and you have uh, struggles that you're going through, and and you found a way to help yourself out. You, you go three four times a week. 
and, and yeah, not I do. They, they're they're not just helping you; you're helping them too, right? Yeah, um, we with Southern Recovery we have what are called studies. That's where you'll find a deeper healing. You'll you'll dig into the old wounds that you never thought were possible, that you never wanted to find, yeah. or you'll find the wounds that people have created that you thought were gone that you got rid of because you got rid of the person. Well, you didn't get rid of those wounds. You just buried them. So step study will um, dig a little further into your past and into what you want. And that is where what we call sponsors are created is we, we create sponsors in step study and leaders are created there as well. So we, I do a lot of things to make sure that I'm taking care of people who have mental health issues in this world. I sponsor a lovely, a lovely girl. She's 15 years old and she's amazing. And I sponsor, I sponsor her right now because she, she's going through the exact same things I was in school where no one cares. No one wants to see you succeed or wants to see you go. You know, I'm sponsoring a lovely girl. She's got an amazing personality and she's got a great of her but you know i i hope to meet many more girls you know within this community and this this structure of celibate recovery and you know i hope to travel one day to different celibate recoveries and meet more women and men of men and women women especially because we have to cater to our own you know sex and stuff but i hope to meet many more women and girls teenage girls who are alike, who have mental health issues, who feel like they are not, they are not in the right place. I hope I'm going back to school to, to study um, like social work and therapy and, you know, group homes and stuff. I'm going back to study that in school. And I hope to one day open a home, like a house for young girls and young women who feel like they're not independent or can't take care of themselves or can't do anything for themselves and want, and they want to learn and they want to be taught how to take care of themselves. Amber Harms, you're going to do this. I know you are. Oh my goodness. I'm glad these girls have you and they, and they take all walks of life. They, they don't shun anybody. Uh, no, everybody's a, they is welcome. Yes. Just know that, you know, you you may feel like you're like not you're not doing well you're the outcast of the you're the outcast of your family and you may do it be doing everything wrong and everybody hates you but when you come to church there you'll feel like you belong to this infinite family that god has put in your life that you just don't want to leave you don't want to you don't want to it's kind of like a band of brothers and sisters who just you feel good when you go to church you feel better you feel great for that time that you're with them and that's why I go to a lot of meetings because I want to feel that hope I want to feel that rush of excitement when I go to church I want to feel that I don't have that in my daily life I don't have that you know family who gives that back to me so going to a meeting every other day just gives that to me and shows me that I am loved. I am wanted. I am in a place where God put me for a reason. 
Wow. So, and yeah, I encourage you. I encourage you, Keith, that if you don't, if you even if you don't have anything in your life that you think you need help, yeah. go to one church just for one meeting, just for one CR meeting. Oh, I've been in. I've been in that place. I've done. I think I did a wedding in there. <laughs> in fact, it's it's a nice nice place. Nice fellowship. Good people. And and, and yeah, just I did. Go to one. Just go to one CR meeting. Just one. Even if you don't go back, just go to one CR meeting. Well, I'm gonna do that. And just <laughs> just try it. Yeah. And you you'll feel like you'll feel better because you'll you'll realize yes, I do have something to work on. Yeah. Like we have a lot of people who work on in our cellular recovery. I work on this too. We have a lot of people who work on poor body image or low self esteem with themselves and want to fix the way they you know eat and the way they view themselves and the way they that's what chemical dependency is for it's not just for drugs and alcohol it's also for those bondage addictions where you are bonded by food to an addiction because you don't know how else to live like some people eat because they're scared some people eat because they're emotional some people eat because they're fearful i eat because i'm bored and i just am bored so Mm. i i I'm working on in my step study. I'm working right now to get rid of that bondage of, you know, eating because I'm bored because it's sitting there in front of me. So there is a lot of aspects to this that, you know, it, it helps. Hey, you get, you you get the help where you, where you can. And it seems like this is the spot, the place to be. And, and they take anyone. I'm I'm looking at the Celebrate Recovery website, and I'm also looking at at my local one church here in Conway, and uh, yeah, they they uh, how to how to attend a regional training conference is Celebrate Recovery uh, for me or someone I know. How do I find Celebrate Recovery? It's uh it that seems like a pretty good place for fellowship and, and to find some some like minded people or people that are or will at least take a listen to you. Thank you, Amber Harms. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm very passionate about CR because I was going down the path, not on addiction. I wasn't addicted to a drug or an alcohol. Like I wasn't addicted to that stuff. I was addicted to my emotions, basically, was what I what I say to people. In my testimony that I have, I was addicted to emotion. I was addicted to how I felt every day between the depression, the anxiety, you know, having bipolar and ADHD and fighting those two, I was addicted to the emotions. I was, I, I would play into my emotions every day, whether I'm trying to get some, something or I'm trying to manipulate somebody into something, or I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to just get myself out of something or I, you know, don't want to do something. I would play, I was addicted to the emotional game of, gaining something and so it was just so i've come to the realization that you know even if you're even if you're not addicted to dope yeah or drugs or alcohol you can still be addicted to your emotions you can be addicted to you know whatever's going on in your life and you can feed into that really bad and get lost in a rabbit hole that you don't want to be in and so i kind of stepped away from being a hairdresser for a while because I was so lost down the rabbit hole with my addiction to my emotions that I was going nowhere. I was in and out of a hospital. I mean, I went last year, I went to the hospital five times and still no hope. And I finally found 
you know, a therapy group that would help. And I still got myself into the hospital several times. But that is where the addiction comes into, that you're addicted to your emotions and what you want in life and not what you need to survive. Well, when so, you mentioned that, that you weren't in the Catholic Church anymore, I, I figured you weren't particularly religious anymore. And here you are in, yeah, in, this, in this great group. That's what happened. Is five years ago, five, six years ago when I turned 21, I wound up, I, this is how, this is how CR's kind of helped in a way. I wound up in a lot of bad relationships that has taken, has taken me away from my church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, something has got to change. So my recent ex who I've known for four years, we're now better friends than we are dating. Cool. We, we started going to church together because his mom's like, you're either going to go to church and go to celebrate recovery, or you're not going to stay around. You're not going to hang out with him. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go to celebrate recovery. I'll go to church. At first, I was just doing it to please her and to make her happy. Right. And then I, then when I started finding the hope and the healing and the love and the family, and, you know, I started to realize, oh, I really do have a church home. And I started going to First Assembly, and I got baptized in October of last year Ooh. into my church that I'm at now. I still go with my family to church every now and again. But home is First Assembly um, in North Little Rock, First Assembly in North Little Rock. So I, you know, I found the hope and the healing at CR and wound my way back up into church. Yeah, It's kind of like someone told me in their testimony or said in their testimony one day, if you have lost faith, find somebody who has it because you will come back. And I did that. I found that in him. And so that that's kind of where CR has brought me is that, you know, I was not going to church. I mean, I would, I would probably attend church maybe once or twice a month and just to make my family happy and appease my mom and be like, Hey, I'm just going to church because I'm making you happy. I'm putting on a dress. I'm putting on makeup. We're going to go to church, right. make you happy for an hour, you know, maybe you'll, you'll, you'll stay off my case, but you know, and then I, so I wasn't really going to church and finding, you know, what I needed. And so, when I found him and I found the faith that he has for God and how on fire he was, I was like, yeah, maybe church might become my new thing. Maybe I'll, you know, enjoy church. And now I really do. I go to a wonderful church. We have, let's see, we have 10, we have 10 or 12 maybe campuses for first assembly of God. Okay. Um, we have, um, we all have a, all the way to New York. We have a campus in New York. That's how cool. But I, if I wound up going to New York for something, I could attend a First Assembly of God church and still be a part of my church family. You can watch online with First Assembly. You don't have to come to the church. You can watch online. We just had baptisms on Sunday. That's an amazing thing to watch on TV or watch online. So, I mean, I just have found a lot of hope and healing through going to CR. It's brought me back to my faith and praying and getting um, back to God, getting back to, you know, my roots. We, we preach a lot in church, you know, pray or for, pray for people. And people think I'm a little weird because I don't pray. I don't pray often for people because I'm afraid what's going to come out of my mouth. Yeah. I being Catholic, like we should say, Hail Mary's, our father's Holy ghost, whatever we could say just to pray. And so now I pray for people and that'll start coming out and people will look at me afterwards and they're like, what were you doing? Like they think they think you're you're talking in some foreign language to them, and I'm like, well, you know, 
You know what I, I like best about it, Amber Harms, is the passion and the, the smile, the happiness I hear in your voice when you're talking about this. Uh, keep going. Do it. it. It seems like it's doing right for you. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I also go to an amazing. I also go to an amazing day treatment program in Benton um, called Stride House that has helped a lot. They have we have a lot of amazing staff members. Like we have um, a lot of staff members who are amazing. We have a lot of we have a, a director who's good too, who loves you know our program. He fights for our program every day, and he makes sure we have what we need. I mean. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better program. What program can you go to and get fed breakfast and lunch and have a home cooked meal every day? I mean, how nice is that? You got to send me the links to all this so I can put it on the show notes. And, and let, let me let know. me tell you what we had for lunch today. Okay. Okay. So I don't like pot pie, and we have an amazing cook. We have a great. I mean, she makes everything from scratch. Let me tell you, if you need to fatten up, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I never had that I'm problem. I'm just saying. Okay, okay, go with me. Okay, so you know, you know how? Have you ever watched Beauty Shop or um, seen the movie with Queen Latifah, Beauty Shop? No, but go ahead. Movie, oh, I've heard of it. Yes. In the movie, there's this woman that that she she goes around and she sells food. So I call her the Monkey Bread Lady because she sells <laughs> monkey bread. I don't know what monkey bread is, but okay, she's a monkey bread lady. And I call this. I call our cook. I call her the monkey bread lady because she ha- she has a lot of good food. I mean, even the simplest thing like a breakfast burrito, it's amazing. I mean, she pu- I mean she puts it on the plate. You just eat it. It's a good. I mean, so we let me tell you what we had for lunch today. We had pot pie. We had chicken pot pie, and I don't like pot pie. I don't, I don't like pot I pie. It. Yeah, it's gross. It's disgusting. Her <laughs> pot pie is the only pot pie I love. Her, I mean, she doesn't make. She doesn't make it really gravy, like it's not like really like gravy gravy. Um, but she, with her gravy, she puts in more like vegetables and meat and stuff, so you can't really tell there's a lot of gravy in it. Okay. And her crust, she uses a pastry crust on top of her on top of her pot pie, so it's not like biscuits or anything. So it's not doughy. Oh, it's good. And then we had we had homemade mashed potatoes today. Oh no! And a I'm roll. Hungry. I haven't had dinner. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> monkey but bread we, i mean monkey bread is a soft sweet sticky pastry served in the united states for breakfast or as a treat <laughs> pieces of soft baked dough sprinkled with cinnamon mm, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> so yeah we have we have an amazing cook i mean i mean anything she puts on the plate like for fridays we have what are called barbecue fridays where for lunch, we cook. We have a we have a person who who uh, comes a, a member. We're called members. We're not called clients. We're not called a number. We're not called patients. Whatever. We're not called that. We're called members. We're family members. We're basically members of this group, and they treat us as such. They, I mean, we are asked. Like, if we want to do something, we all we have to do is ask, and they'll put it together, and they'll figure out how to get us what we want. And so. Um, like on Fridays, we have what are called barbecue Fridays, where we have one of our members will barbecue for us, like ribs or chicken or burgers or, you know, whatever. And so that morning, we'll have a huge breakfast where she'll make um, hash brown casserole. It's it's kind of her version of casserole, hash brown casserole, where it's got like sausage and cheese and peppers. And then we'll have scrambled eggs with cheese. And then we'll have like a piece of sausage or bacon and then a biscuit or and gravy or something with it. So we have real, I mean, our food is 
I have to say, we have, I, I get fed really good Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> so. I'm going for the menu. Oh, Amber Harms, you're killing me. I love it. I love and it. I love to cook. And the good thing about this program is I never liked chores. I never, I was never, I wouldn't say I would, if I was to get married, I would never be the best housewife. I mean, I would have, I would just, I mean, uh-huh. that's okay. why, I, that's probably why I'm single. Cause I'm not the best housewife. I don't keep house. I don't, I, I mean, I'm not an immaculate person. So going to this program, they teach you how to do chores. They teach you how to help yourself take care of you. And so it, it's nice going to the program and doing the program. So, yeah, you got to take care of yourself before you can take, take care of someone else. Amber harms. And wow. yeah, being, being, found the spot. being, being independent is, is, is really the key word there, you know? And so yeah. I guess that's why I'm single because I just, I'm not, I'm just not one of those people who just wants to like, I don't want to clean up after somebody. Eh, enjoy your single life. If I life. wanted to clean up love after comes. somebody, I'd have kids. No, love comes eventually. Eventually your, your, uh, your Adam's rib will come or, or, uh, Hey, whoever <laughs> loves love, uh, you, you never know who you're going to fall in love with. Well, I, let me tell you a funny story. So back to Baltimore. Okay. So Go. I went to Baltimore. How did you get and to Baltimore, by the way? Okay. Well, I love, I love my little pony. I watch. Okay. So when I'm depressed, my little pony, I play that thing on replay. Okay. I've seen almost every episode. <laughs> okay. That, that, that show was on replay in my house. Okay. All right. People All right. think I have a kid just because I, I have people who call me who will, talk to me i have friends who call me and they think i have a kid because i'm because my little pony's on replay in my in the background so you went to to baltimore just for the my little pony stuff yeah oh well not just for my little not just for the brownie con but i went because i wanted to see the atmosphere i wanted to go on a vacation so tell your story continue so i went to baltimore and i flew out of memphis that was fun in itself and i met a person who was flying out of memphis to brownie con as well so me and him kind of um together but i got to baltimore and let me tell you the, the men in baltimore are crazy okay you go to brony con and every time it's just like i wonder if like it's just my little pony fans in general because they they just seem lonely and desperate because it seems like every time i turned around one was asking me for something i was like oh <laughs> i don't know you why are you asking me this so brony con was interesting because we also i don't know if you've ever seen the show yes. we have what's called grand galloping gala in the show it's a thing it's where the ponies go to a gala and they have like fun and get dressed up and that was fun itself because we had a lot of people who would come and we had people and you know dressed up i mean you have to come dressed up it's a formal event yes. they will not let you in the door if you didn't but we had we had some people who'd come in pony pro, pony costumes in formal dresses or formal suits uh. it was kind of cool to see at my hotel, I was coming down the, um, the night before I had I had to leave to fly back. We uh, had I had come down. I lost all my pictures. I wish I could find these pictures because they're gorgeous. They're they're neat pictures. But if I ever find them, I'll just send them to you or show them to you when I see you. Oh, I but got to see them. I came down out of my elevator, and in the in the lobby was these two people, and I got to meet the people later because they were in our hotel, in my hotel, but. These two people were in full decked out costumes of Pinkie Pie and Rarity standing in my hotel lobby. 
I didn't even have to go to the convention to go see Pinkie Pie or Rarity. That's and the, their costumes were detailed, just down to the the last detail of these characters, and it was so cool to just see these characters. Like you watch on TV, and then you've got these people who love these characters and are doing like are you know showing up in these costumes. Oh, I'm impressed so, by, com- by by cosplay for sure. Uh, the, the amount of work they put into these things for sure. If I could get away with a, if I could get away with a My Little Pony costume at one of these cons down here, I would so do it. But I don't think I think I get some weird looks at me. Uh-uh, I think somebody not for me. I would enjoy it. Do it. I want to see you in that. We <laughs> did have one weird person. Okay, so in one of the one of the pony episodes, wait, only one weird like, person. Well. <laughs> there was a bunch of weird people, but you know, I like aren't em. all the cons got don't all the cons got weird people? I mean, I like it. No, this is this is one weird, strange guy. Okay, so we have there's one of the episodes where the this there's like an Irish Scottish pony, and so the guy actually dressed up in a pony costume with a kilt. Okay, it was so interesting. It was really cool. Yes, and like you had like, and it was cool. I can dig it. No, I like it. I like the weirdness. And if you look on my Facebook, my Facebook, that picture that's on my Facebook, that's the cover photo on my Facebook, that that picture was taken in Baltimore. See, I'm trying to find a, a picture to use for the cover for this podcast, and I'm not sure which one. I, I like the one with the hat. You have the hat and the glasses sitting on your on your brown chair. I think I want to use that one because it's a good picture of this, you. My, my cover photo for... My cover photo is of me actually in BronyCon. I was actually at our hotel when I was in Baltimore. I can dig it. <laughs> All right. Well, I see um, we've, we've, we've talked a lot, Mr. Amber Harms. Uh, Facebook.com, Arc Dancer. Wait a minute. you got to tell me about why. what's Arc Dancer. Why are you the Arc Dancer? Okay, so growing up, for growing up, I was a dancer. If you if you look on my Facebook, it explains it all. I have every single photo from when I was growing up. There's even a photo of. There's even a photo from when I was in beauty school. I had gone to a hair a hair show. Um, let's get on topic. But I went to a hair show, and there's a picture of me with dark. I had dark hair then. I it was almost black, I think. Yeah. And I was with one of our leading stylist our leading colorist of paul mitchell which is his name is takashi so that that picture's on there so if you ever want to real if you ever want to look i've got some pictures from beauty school there the name for my facebook was because i danced for 15 years i grew up dancing as a you know dancer there's pictures of me from dance and stuff i have pictures of when i was doing theater i have pictures when i was in the pageant there's actually pictures of me in the pageant on my facebook well that's all cool um, these are great I facets actually, of you you're you're so you say you're so introverted you're outgoing <laughs> my goodness you're ha- that's because at because that's because at 18 i i i kind of just pushed myself out of my shell yeah. and i kind of got more out of my shell as i turned 21 but i just at 18 i started just you know learning to love myself and living for myself and not for somebody else or somebody's you know, to be somebody's audience. That's why most of my pictures on Facebook are just kind of unapologetically me. They're like me, you know, and that's why I delete a lot of my Facebook, a lot of my YouTube videos because my my videos from YouTube used to have me cussing. I I, I swear, if I would have gotten paid for it, I would have been demonetized by now because <laughs> I I mean I used to cuss like a sailor. I still do, but you know, eh, try not to. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, if you look, there's a lot of pictures of me from like my dance. I used to dance as a dancer. I even have one of my very first ever. If you look on my Facebook, it the picture. Let's see when this is picture taken. So I have a picture of my very first cosmetology license from 2014 that on my Facebook. Is cool. So, well. The people are going to know more about you. They, we've learned a lot about you, Amber Harms. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. My goodness. And, then, yeah. and so there's just a lot of pictures. I mean, you'll see pictures of when I was, you know, young. Like I was when I was twelve. I have pictures on here from when I was skinny. People are like, "That's not you." Yeah, I was skinny at one point. I was I was a string bean. I used to be very very <laughs> like. I used to be very fit into active. Like I used to be. more like, well, the glory days. That's I know experience of Adam all day. Skinny and I can dig it. <laughs> well, and so I mean, I have pictures on my Facebook of when I was, you know, dancing. I have pictures from now. I have pictures, just all kinds of pictures of everything. I mean, there's pictures from my hair school days. There's pictures of cats that I used to have that I no longer have. I don't know why they're still on my Facebook, but, you know. <laughs> well, I encourage the people to stalk Amber Harms and look for her. Facebook.com uh, forward slash arc dancer. <laughs> I've been trying to change that for years, and uh, I can't figure out how to change don't that. Don't do it. Keep it. It's you. <laughs> the, to, is that the, the best place to, for people to find you? Yeah, on Facebook. That's where I mostly have all my stuff is on Facebook. All right, Amber Harms. I think we got it all. My goodness. <laughs> you, you, you let the people know all about you. Any last words for the people? Um, Just have a good day and take care of yourself. And if you ever need anything for your hair or just to chat about health, just message me on Facebook. And the jewelry. The jewelry. Don't forget the jewelry. Yes. <laughs> if you want to find more Look up Amazing Courageous Jewels on Facebook, or we have a website, AmazingCourageousJewels.com. You can find everything you need and more on there. Plus, you'll find out the story of why my mom and I started that business and what got us started. So, Oh, how sweet. How sweet is that? Amber Harms, you're the best. Thank you, and I have enjoyed getting to know you over these last few years of getting to do cons with you and just how amazing you are in your personality. Hooray. Hooray. Hope to see you again. And uh, good luck in that pageant coming up July 27th. Yes. Yes. If you want to see me then, you can come out. I will walk the stage at 430, and it is at First Baptist Church off Skyer Springs. So. I'll be at my cosplay con, but I'll be thinking about you. Thank you, Miss Amber Harms. Hey, everybody. there you have it party people another great show my goodness talking to amber harms you know i never know where these podcasts are gonna go yeah i, I know in the beginning i said oh she, i i think she does jewelry and and i think she cuts hair and i've seen her at at the at the uh, cons the comic cons from time to time and yeah she's so much more she was so passionate about that recovery church oh my goodness what a great thing celebrate recovery 
uh, is the, what she's into. It's a Christ-centered 12-step program, according to their uh, website. So if you're having troubles, if you're feeling down, if you're just feeling like nobody cares, hey, check that out. Maybe that's the right fit for you. I know that she got really happy and just got so excited chit-chatting about that. And I, I could hear the smile in her voice. I know you did, too. And thank you so much, Amber Harms, for being on the program. And I'm glad that you're getting the help you need. And you're learning things and you're helping others. You know, and and this uh, uh, the beauty program, I mean, the, the being a beautician and going to, to and taking your services out to the people, that's a nice thing to have. That, what a great idea. Set up a van that you could... Go, go give uh, haircuts and and uh, get people beautified uh, where they are rather than them having to come to you uh, you know uh, i've heard of worse things that you could do in a van <laughs> i think that's a great idea and then the celebrate recovery where you're getting help and giving help at the same time amber harms thank you for being on the what makes you famous podcast i appreciate you uh, and uh, if you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at RadioWhat.com. That's it for this installment of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The first film animation was Humorous Phases of Funny Faces, made in 1906 by American J. Stewart Blackton. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Be on Radio What. Call 501-470-6386. Say your name, where you're from, and you're listening to What? The music you want is on Radio What dot com. <laughs>